When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. Hey, you know, don't worry about the delay song. <laughs> so uh, today we have, of course, the main host, Amir. Not playing. <laughs> we got Amir and Sada here hosting the podcast as, as usual. But uh, because we have this whole spotlight series going on, we have a new guest today. And do you want to introduce yourself? What's up? What's up? I'm KB uh, from Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Born and raised uh, in a city. Uh, I was born in a city like called Garland. Uh, yeah, man. So I just came here, man, just uh, just to hop on this, man, yeah. the, the whole spotlight thing, and and uh, exactly. watching you guys. Uh, just you know, just having a good time and just talking about just random stuff, man. Exactly. Very interesting. Very we'll fun. get to we'll get to know you more throughout this whole podcast. And uh, kind of find out where this connection happens here. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the name and everything. <laughs> but <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely. yeah, so um, I'm the guy here who has like the least knowledge mm-hmm. on you. Like we haven't interacted, unfortunately, because um, I, won't, well, I am still an Android user. <laughs> and there was a time in history where almost <laughs> every Habasha slash black person, just anyone you knew was on a site or an app called Clubhouse. And uh, that this is the least that I this is the most that I know, mm. and this is where you and Sada have met, and yes. like there's like a whole community that I just don't know of because I was left out of it. They added us later, but by the time they added the Android <laughs> users, they literally like no one was using it anymore. Yeah, we were like <laughs> Clubhouse is dead. Yeah. <laughs> we've <laughs> we've maintained the friendship outside. Exactly, of Clubhouse. exactly. Um, so unfortunately, I missed out on a lot of that. Yeah. So of course, I'll have the most questions here, right? Yeah. Um. So you already introduced yourself. You're from Dallas, Texas. Your name is KB. Uh, the other things that I know, and maybe you can go into deeper detail here, is I would sort of just from seeing your page and seeing the the different uh, pages that you run, I would call you like a serial entrepreneur. Is is that like a good title? Is that what you might consider yourself? Like, tell me, uh, would you consider yourself a serial entrepreneur? That's one thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, at the end of the day, I just, I just like to have fun, just yeah. whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really focus too much mm-hmm. on it. It's more like I just, I just go whatever the energy like takes me, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, so like I just d- design clothes and start sewing, you know, like patches on hoodies and mm-hmm. sweaters. And That's what I wanted to get all to. Just to show off. Yeah, I oh. just wanted to show off. 
his amazing work. Sarah is wearing one of yeah. his uh, pieces here. It's Muhammad Ali. With, uh, rest in peace, Muhammad Ali on his on her wrist or on her on arm, arm, I guess. Yeah, yeah, on her arm. I don't know if you guys can tell. On sleeve. It's like on very, um, like intricate details. And yeah. I remember, like, okay, so I mean, sorry to cut you guys off. No, no, no. So but just to give you some background story, KB and I met on Clubhouse, just like we met, like MK. All the initials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the initials. A lot guys. of our guests will be people we met on, or Sada <laughs> has met on uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, Clubhouse is such a great networking tool. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. yeah, we met KB, or I met KB and like a bunch of other people, and we really just like vibed. And honestly, because we were all in lockdown, like it just became like our hangout session, like every night, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. would be on there. Um, and, you know, he, when he was starting off uh, selling this, the hoodies and like, it started off with just hoodies, right? And then you kind of expanded as you went along? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. The strategy was was just to feel out the energy. Mm-hmm. Just to see, like, what people are interested in and, you know, what they're not, you know. And I just want to just experiment, just start sewing whatever and just putting mm-hmm. it out there. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole point was just to get just people interacting with it mm-hmm. and just kind of just building from there. And then... And then, like, you know, releasing a website and then selling, you know. So it didn't matter. Like, like I started out really good because I just started out just kind of experimenting, just like modeling here and there and all that and trying to just build something for myself. Yeah. And then when that when the sewing came along, I was like, OK, maybe I can do this. And so I just started, like, just building from there, like and seeing, like, you know, everybody's feedback on it. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then I just hopped on Clubhouse. Muneeb told me about it and shout out to him. One Muneeb of my good friends he told, yeah. told yeah. me to get on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. And then, I st- and then I just, I met you, Sarah, and I met like, I mean, like 20 or, you know, 25 <laughs> people yeah. in that room. And uh, yeah, you got, man, y'all been like just so kind and just been so nice to me, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's almost like one big happy family, man. Yeah. 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 I remember the days where like, we would be on Clubhouse and he would literally be sewing. What Do you remember? And you would like mute yourself. <laughs> he would be sewing the sweaters. And I'm like, wow, he's so dedicated. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally like released the first batch, like low key, we got first dibs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we all got yeah. to order. It was so cool. And this was like before, because I remember, I even remember when you first launched uh, your website. So we got it before the website yeah. was launched. And we were, I when I got it in the mail, I was so shook at like, how like it's yeah. just so cool this is not just for anyone who might be listening uh this is not like mass produced kind of like material like you know how some mm. people they might just put a logo on a shirt and sell that mass produce yeah. it printing at a shop like these are things that i'm pretty sure you're probably like hand sewing not of course the details i feel like you might have a machine that will do that but like you're hand sewing these on here right you're making it yes. from scratch yeah so yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it's not like it, it's, it's really yeah, yeah. yeah it's a lot of love that's put into each piece yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, which also makes it a and very then my mom item. taught me on on the side too as well like she, I was she, knew, ask she knows you about, about that. sewing yeah, yeah i was gonna so, ask like, she you me. is that like a passion yeah. that you had or and then you just decided like let me try this or how did you get into that mm-hmm. no 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 so like okay so i'm a graphic designer so like mm-hmm. i just started out as that so i was like just designing logos and mm-hmm. business cards and flyers for people like for parties and yeah. like, hookah events and stuff like that mm-hmm. here and there. And, uh, I was just building that from there. And, um, yeah. And then I, I used to sketch, like draw and like paint a little bit here and there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then, uh, 
I got like all like the create the creative side like from my uncle. Yeah. So like he's like a really good painter. Like uh, to where like George Bush like hit him up. Like it was just like, yo, like could you <laughs> okay. show me like how to like, Okay. Uh, I heard George Bush is a painter. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. yeah, he is. That's he, so he's random. Like an av- after he finished his run as president, he literally just became like an avid painter apparently. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now he started talking to his uncle. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just I, I picked it up from him. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then um, I don't know. It's just like, just I don't know. Life happened. You know, it's just kind of just everything just kind of flew through. I, mm-hmm. It wasn't really something that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but it was just like you kind of um, called I was just you trying out everything i was just trying uh, to find a yeah. place like where i belonged and like mm-hmm. what what i was comfortable with mm-hmm. and uh yeah man like and i learned a lot uh about myself mm-hmm. when you know when i was by myself yeah. you know so you learn a lot more when you're when you're within yourself more than like when you're yeah. around like group of people yeah so, unfortunately a lot of people try not they like they, they kind of want to follow the path because it's more proven mm-hmm. but if you just try a bunch of things you find out what you truly love and then you can like actually do it to the best of your ability like if you're just doing something you don't love like you're not really going to give your all to it mm-hmm. but it seems like you tried a different a bunch of different things and eventually you found what you love and you're kind of like putting your all into it now yeah yeah definitely 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 mm-hmm. it's just it all takes time really mm-hmm. um took a lot of time you know but it, all you got to do is just be consistent and just believe in like whatever it is you want to do. And mm-hmm. just, that's it. Like you're pretty much good. And if you know, like, if you know that you have that type of energy, mm-hmm. that, that attraction to yeah. like gain, um, that gain, that audience, that tension, mm-hmm. then like you're pretty much all set. You don't have to like worry about like the external things, you know, you just got to focus on your internal thoughts and your mm-hmm. internal like surroundings and then you'll be, yeah. you'll be straight. So you already know, like there's a big Harry community. You've seen it on, um, what do you mean? Clubhouse. He dubbed him as an honorary. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that photo, KB? <laughs> Yeah, you guys made him yeah, an honorary oh, <laughs> like uh, you know, yeah, hunter. We photoshopped it onto his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I didn't it. even know. I didn't know much about like. I, I didn't know there was like other tribes. Yeah. Like, um, until like you know, like I met you guys mm-hmm. like on Clubhouse, and I started learning more. And I'm like, oh dang, like you know, so. Uh, it's basically just new to the game just yeah. like learning all this stuff so 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 yeah. that's my next question is like you've seen how like we have a pretty big hattori community do you have a very similar community in the like i don't know because you're half ethiopian half eritrean so you kind of can go both ways but maybe that might make it a little more confusing on which way to go exactly what's your experience with that uh you know honestly uh yeah that's a good question i mean i i mean i was just born and raised <laughs> here in america man so yeah. i really it's it's sad to say like i really mm-hmm. <laughs> i've never been like you know back home yeah like i've never been like the ethiopia you know yeah. so it's like yeah people would just make fun of me it's just like uh oh, wow mm-hmm. you need to go like what's wrong with you like are you okay like is something mm-hmm. wrong with you you know like you so know, you didn't but, have um, like uh, a lot of other ethiopians around you in general or reaching people in general or were you just like it, you weren't it was more of just like a high buy kind of thing you weren't like deep entrenched in that culture and the in the people there i don't know let me tell me your story there i don't know i was um, okay you were here and there but like mm-hmm. i was um, basically just around like all all types like all mm-hmm. types of tribes like yeah around but we like at the time we really didn't like 
we really didn't pay attention to like mm-hmm. you know like what tribe you're from and like yeah. that. It's just like oh you're Abuja, you're Abuja. Okay, okay. <laughs> type of thing, you know. Yeah. So it was just like yeah, that's all it was. Honestly, mm-hmm. we just we just got along and just nothing nothing like too you know yeah deep into that. You know? Okay. So uh, we talked about like how you guys met on um, Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a clothing line that you're working on, um, and you used to be a graphic designer. We know about that, but there's also mentions over here that you're a photographer and also fashion, uh, not fashion. Um, uh, what a do you call model. the pe- model? Exactly. <laughs> so how how did you find yourself in that realm? Like, where did that start? Where did that inspiration? Is that from your journey that you were talking about earlier? Where you're trying different things. Um, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, so, uh, okay, so I grew up in a, in a church and, like, always, mm-hmm. like, dressed, like, really well. Mm-hmm. And so, like, people always compliment me, like, dang, like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. And then, like, people would try to, like, basically copy me, like, the way I dress. Like, like, <laughs> okay, trendsetter. Okay, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should just do something like that. And mm-hmm. I was looking at, like stuff like pinterest yeah and you know that's a really big uh uh really big thing to look at mm-hmm. when you're doing like fashion stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah so i picked it up from there and then yeah i just looked up like you know just instagram models like here and there and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i just tried to experiment and try to go beyond it i i try not to be like too basic mm-hmm. um with like the modeling thing i wanted to like not only show my modeling side but just show like your creative side uh the, yeah the creative side like mm-hmm. graphic designing yeah you know what i'm saying so like and before like a while back i was like just doing some creative stuff you know mm-hmm. um on my old posts mm-hmm. so yeah that's where i just like i grabbed a lot of uh, a lot of attention in that part and, and who so, are your uh, like inspirations in that realm that you're kind of looking to to like uh kind of gain inspiration for what you wanted to try to do I'm sorry. Like, who would you, who would you look for? Cut off. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, who would you look for for inspiration when it came to your art or like your designs and everything? Uh, like I mentioned, Kanye. You know, Kanye is also on everybody's mind when it comes to trying new things and mm-hmm. fashion. Like everybody hates it at first, but then you find people start liking it because they start looking at it different. So, who are your inspirations? Um. Hmm. I'd say yay, yay. Um, oh. Because like, okay, so the way he does it is like he's very like out of the box type mm-hmm. of person. So like he likes to like branch out and just do whatever he wants to do. Just kind of be a free spirited mm-hmm. type yeah. of person. Um, that's one of the people. Um, and so me, I just wanted to be just unique in my own way mm-hmm. and just see like, you know, either accept it or not. It's okay. Like no big deal, you know? Yeah. And so, so I didn't really... I wanted to just not be a prisoner, mm-hmm. kind of like kind of just um, how do you say, like blend in mm-hmm. with every trend mm-hmm. like gotcha. out there. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to branch out and just be free, you know, mm-hmm. just do what I want to do, you know, okay. and be unique and different. Yeah, and we're just we just have so. your page like pulled up here too, and I can see all the designs that you're working on. I see your. Uh, is that your logo over there? The one with the it looks like an ape with a like dress. bandana. Yeah. On it? It was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. It's definitely. supposed to be an ape, right? It's not just supposed to be a face. I can't tell from here. here. Who's further? There it is. Okay, it is. Shoot, yeah. I didn't want to be like, oh, it's supposed to be a dude, but I called him. An ape. <laughs> it's like a half half man, half ape type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Okay, and yeah. um, but I noticed that like if you want to order, so everything is done 
you don't have it all pre-made, right? Like people can order custom. I, I was speaking to someone about this earlier when you first started, when I first started seeing your page and they said it was more of like custom orders. So is that roughly what you do? It's not more like a mass producing thing. It's like you're making everything to what the person's specifications are or you just make it and then put it up and then hope someone buys it. How, is it, how does that work for you? Okay, so what I do is, I, I mean, I, I just make the stuff and, mm -hmm. and then display it. Okay, mm -hmm. first thing. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I put it out, mm -hmm. and then w once they buy it, I just I just start on it. Yeah. Like, it's not really like I, you know, order ahead of time or whatever, you know. But it's like, I, yeah, I mean, that's basically what I do. I just kind of just, mm -hmm. just order and just get started with it and then just carry on, you know. Like, because mm -hmm. right now I'm just kind of like, I'm slowly like building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so once it gets like, it's about to get crazy right now because uh, I just started like promoting my stuff. So I was like, uh, now it's, like, <laughs> everybody's messaging me, man, and commenting like, hey, yo, yeah. man, like I want this 2K hoodie like yeah. right now. Like, yeah. And it's so very scary right now. It's just like, oh, damn. You know, but I wish I had like maybe like two or three like sewing people, you know, yeah. to hire, you know. So, I was going like, to ask uh, you. So what are your okay. goals for like the next like how to expand this in the next five years? Do you hope to like have a whole factory dedicated to making stuff like this? Or do you want to keep it more like a grounded singular thing? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I got the good question. <laughs> You're making him think. No, it's tough. It's tough because it's like, man, because um, in, the, in the position I'm in, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of hard because I'm, I'm working, mm -hmm. you know, two jobs, you know, it's, I got my regular job and then I'm mm -hmm. doing sewing, you know, yeah. so it's kind of hard to kind of balance it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'll push through. I mean, I always do, but, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I it's just, I don't are know, you, man. are you hesitant? Um, because but, you I, don't mean, wanna... I have an idea though. I have an yeah. idea of what oh. I want to do. Like, yeah. I want to like rent, um, a storage mm -hmm. place Okay. where I can just, you know, where I can just, you know, design and make stuff and then hire mm -hmm. people too as well. Like yeah. a, maybe a small little storage. I know like there's like uh, there's a couple of friends I know that actually have stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They used to like sell like um, electronics, like yeah. iPads and stuff like that. So like that, that was like, that's like my kind of idea of what I want to do. Like mm -hmm. I want to get into that, you know, and maybe do like pop-up shops. I don't know. Yeah. How old are you? So cool. I was going to say, how old are you right now? Uh, 29 29 <laughs> I mean, i'm saying right now like honestly uh you're still young like people say oh you know like sad i said last time you know the 30s are uh are the new 20s yeah so you still have time to like you know just experiment. jump in experiment yeah i feel like yeah. what it, it sounds like you're just kind of uh holding back because like you know it, it, it's more comfortable to have a job and try and work on this thing but i feel like i feel like you could you know just go all in because I see not yeah, pushing I, him to quit his day I'm, job. I see the work here. I see what you're. I see you're what you're putting in. Like he's, yeah, it's very talented work. It's it's not yeah. like it's not like something frivolous where you just kind of throw it aside. It's like something that I feel like has a lot of, uh, um, not opportunity but like potential. Potential, exactly. Yeah. And I, if you really dedicated like a lot more time to it, I feel like this could really be a big thing. Like because it's something I don't see a lot. Like I've never this seen anything so like, like this. Yeah, it's very like exactly what he said. It's like outside of the box. Like this yeah. was the first time I've ever seen something like this before. Yeah. Have you seen uh mm -hmm. like it, this kind of reminds me of uh do you know the For Y'all Entertainment? Huh? They're they're two brothers. They run a um 
a YouTube page called For Y'all Entertainment, but they have a brand called For Y'all. And they do something very similar where they go and they get like a bunch of like vintage mm. uh, sweaters and like vintage, uh, uh, what do you call them? Sweatpants? Sweatpants and stuff. Yeah. And then they'll add their own designs to it, make it unique. And then now they've been able to like expand it and make it more something that like people can... Um, like it's like a clothing line. Like it's more of a clothing line. Before it started very similar to this. Very like almost exactly like you're doing right now where they made unique works and they would sell it like at a higher price because of it's unique, right? And then over time, they were <coughs> able to kind of hire more people and bring them on. Mm. But that's because they... It, of course, they're already in that business. So if you feel like it might be easier... But I always tell people, if you're still young, you know, just make the jump. I know it risk yeah. it all, KV. <laughs> <laughs> He's really trying. He's really trying to get me to quit my job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watch KV text me later this week, like, "Yo, you really got to me." Yeah, <laughs> I'd say right now. Yeah, because yeah. we don't, we don't yeah. like, uh, especially in these like uncertain times. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a reason that, that uh, I don't know if you heard about the the Great Resignation is going on. Mm. where a bunch of people are quitting their jobs because they're becoming entrepreneurs they're becoming entrepreneurs they realize that like these <laughs> jobs are are like they're, they're not they're not benefiting them in the long term mm. in that like um uh what do you call it they don't want to be beholden to like someone for the rest of their life yeah so they're like okay these these are uncertain times so i'm gonna make some uncertain moves that i don't know how they're gonna turn out but hopefully they turn out for the best and you know if it doesn't work, I can get a job because everybody's looking for a worker now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. like, like, you know, but the thing is, is like at the time, mm -hmm. like when I started the business, like everything yeah. was good. Like I was just selling, you know, just mm -hmm. doing everything. And then I wanted to take a break because it was like, it was just too much going on. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I just wanted to just take some time off. Just, yeah, you know, just, just woosah, man. Just yeah. relax and enjoy <laughs> life. Now I'm just kind of like slowly like getting back into it, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, so I'm just trying to see like, you know, just test it out and mm -hmm. see like if I if I if I can still grab more more attention and more audience, you know, again, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I have I I'm getting a lot of people now. So yeah, you probably weren't but, expecting um, me to hound you on that. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, <laughs> he's putting me on the spot, yeah. guys. There's a reason it's called the spotlight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so uh we talked about the business there so i just want to like get like uh some general feel for you as well so i know that you were in toronto recently if people don't know like this was kind of like two months in the making i know <laughs> like we've just, like, been <laughs> trying to get kv on this for so long but like mm -hmm. our our schedules have just never really aligned we tried to get him here but listen okay he had to get a negative test and exactly. we were all positive vibes only so sarah especially <laughs> i was so i was so upset I was like, not you sarah listen like, okay oh, listen i i we're just gonna it's okay you'll come back you'll come back come back in the summer okay you don't need to experience winter here um oh my god but yeah he had to make it back to dallas safely and mm -hmm. and so it didn't end up happening but it's okay we have uh, our our little setup here. He's probably going to be like somewhere here or something. Yeah. I don't even know somewhere on the screen. But yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a it was an impossible mission, but I made it possible. You know, so exactly. like, I made it out alive. You know, was it your Negative first time test? Was it your first yeah. time in the city? Yeah, yeah, first time. Man. That yeah, was yeah. your first time. That's the worst time. Yeah, and you came in the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you have to come back in the summer. Was that was that your first winter? <laughs> <laughs> was this your first wait up? was there was that your snow? first was that your first winter and like first i don't know if there was snow actually. was there snow when you came 
Um, I don't think. Yeah, so. a little bit. Oh, okay, but not you, a lot though. Not a little, a little bit. Yeah. Oh. But you've traveled north before, right? In the winter. Mm. Or was that your first like winter experience? That, yeah, it was my first. But I mean, really? I, okay, so in Texas, very rare, like to yeah. have like. Oh you know, shoot! Snow. I forgot about that. Didn't it snow last year? Yeah, 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 we were yeah. struggling. I know. Yeah, I remember bad. that. No, no, no. You got, you got to go deeper. You got to go <laughs> deeper. It snowed last year, and the whole state <laughs> shut down. It was so bad, man. So okay, you got to oh, go deeper. So, so the the storm. If people don't know, there was a storm last year in Dallas mm-hmm. that like literally crippled the city. <laughs> the city infrastructure was not ready for this to the point where the power was going out. So, were you? How much were you affected by that? Oh my god, <laughs> it was so bad. It was like, oh man, like the okay. So our a lot of a lot of places were like their electricity was out, mm-hmm. shut down. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, ours was good, mm-hmm. but the water was shut down. Oh so yeah, like, it was shut down for like I'd say like a week. A week? Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know yeah, it lasted yeah, yeah. that it was long. Pretty bad. <laughs> Wait, it so was pretty bad. so what did you guys have to do? Like, what was your? How did you get water? Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, we just go to the nearest like grocery store. Like I they mean, were, stopped. we had like some places nearby. Yeah, we we'll just go and just buy a bunch of like water gallons. And yeah. it was cold at by, the like, same we'll time. We buy like maybe like ten or twenty of them, man, for the week. Yeah. Oh my god! And it was cold at the same time, right? So like, and you guys probably didn't have the attire to like. Maybe you did. I will. You sell sweaters, so I'm sure you had a bunch of sweaters to, <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> just stock up on his own merch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was definitely like something crazy when people say like oh global warming and stuff I'm like god it's like global cooling man <laughs> yeah but uh but you guys survived that right like how long did it take for the whole city to kind of get back to normal after that oh lord um yeah i don't remember it was a it was a, it was a long time yeah it took yeah. a while yeah to wow. get everything back and running yeah and so um, i mean it wasn't like like each city was still was struggling. Like each city mm. just it was like a domino effect. Yeah. Like each city was like uh one by one mm-hmm. the electricity would be out in water. So it wasn't like all together. Yeah. It was like one by one, maybe like one week is like Richardson, next week is like Garland, and the next week is like mm-hmm. Saxe or some you know, and yeah, other cities, you know. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was just hearing news like here and there, like just what's going on. So mm-hmm. and yeah, um... so 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 just to get speak more about like texas and dallas in general so like you grew up every time we think i think of the south at least (laughs) i think of like rednecks racist and like (laughs) hot weather which uh, clearly is not always the case (laughs) so what are your experiences growing up in dallas like with everything when it comes to racism schooling whatever anything um Okay, the city I was in, it was just, it was uh, Garland. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very diverse, though. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, I grew up, okay, so, okay, so this is bad. So, like, okay, <laughs> my neighborhood was really yeah. bad. It was, oh. like, really bad in, in, the hood, in basically. Like, oh, like, okay, I see what you mean. Like, low poverty. Yeah. So, basically, like, but I was, like, mid-class, though. Yeah. Thing. I'm not going to say, like, I was, you know, but I was, it was mid-class, but I was, like, Mm-hmm. There, there'll be like gunshots like every night and oh, um i, I remember that's like class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know it, thinking about it now yeah it's like wow like yeah what the hell was i in like what, <laughs> what kind of never was i in, you know but it's like yeah. at that time it didn't really hit me because mm-hmm. it was like 
it was I don't know, it's weird I, I got i got used to it like yeah. sleeping through it yeah That's you know like so i would hear it like every yeah. literally every night yeah and i remember like running to my friend's house he lived like maybe like maybe six or seven houses down mm-hmm. and i remember like uh you know chilling at his crib like mm-hmm. the whole day mm-hmm. and then at night like my mom would have to pull like come to the the front of the house mm-hmm. and just look at me while I'm running back home. Oh, like that's how shoot. crazy it was. So oh yeah. <laughs> and then there, there'll be like some break-ins too as well. Like in yeah. my um in my mom's car. Like oh, literally no. they'll break in and like steal like her stereo. Like it was what? crazy. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they stole her stereo like maybe like I'd say like four or five times. What? The She'll f- buy a new they, one. Like, break it out day. of the and car? Then, yeah. Huh? They like go break into the car and like literally take it out of the car yeah 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 mm-hmm. yo okay. yeah it was pretty bad <laughs> oh my god so yeah, and then, yeah. was this like a, a you said it was a mixed neighborhood it was like pre- predominantly black it was it like a lot of immigrants in the neighborhood what kind of cause... black 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 mostly mm-hmm. black okay yeah, yeah. like over but like here... the high school i was in it was just like mostly like blacks and mexicans mm-hmm. basically oh wow okay because you're you're yeah, like yeah definition of diverse is very different <laughs> than our definition oh, but, of you know, but, that, but that, like okay this, my bad so like yeah. in other cities i mean there, there's like like asians and yeah. like other yeah. you know other races but it's like in different schools but like in the same mm-hmm. you know area though yeah. you know what i'm saying but I'm, I'm just talking about like i mean that we i'm just telling you like the majority of what we had like, yeah. in my high school you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but we had we had all uh, other race in there too. Mm-hmm. So. You'd be surprised because the reason that you got you were able to like live there and now you're thinking it was crazy because you don't realize how adaptable the human mind is mm. to experiences. So, like you might be living in the most dangerous neighborhood in the world, but then because <laughs> every it, it's a, a daily occurrence, yeah, it becomes the normality, like becomes normal, yeah, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. it's like it, you don't hear gunshots and you're like, yo, where is everybody? Exactly. <laughs> There used to be like gang fights too. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. this is like uh, this park nearby. Yeah. yeah. And like, I remember walking home from school like uh, once every like week or whatever. And there used to be like a big crowd, like oh just Bloods God. and Crips just fighting. No way. Like, just like uh, it's like a, like it's like a, a big pit. huddle. It's like mm-hmm. a one-on-one fight type of thing. Oh. And I'm just like, it's not a lot though. Maybe like once every like. In broad daylight, two like three weeks while you're walking mm-hmm. uh, to school. Yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah, like why are you saying like, that? Like it's so afternoon. normal. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. Afternoon special. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because yeah, back I then, crazy when I say yeah, like that, <laughs> like you mentioned, it was such a like weekly occurrence that, that it just became the normal thing. When you don't know, when you don't know that there's something better, like yeah. that's your that's your uh, bar. Yeah, right? seeing yeah, that yeah. that becomes your bar, and then when you get to a better situation, your bar gets <laughs> You're higher. Like, Damn, right? And then that <laughs> stuff that was under it before is yeah. is now like, oh, how could how did I ever live there? Dallas isn't like that, right? Um, what do you mean? Like, is it like what are you saying? Like, no, he's sorry. in he's in Dallas. No, no, but he didn't grow up in Dallas. Oh, you said Garland. You Garland. I mean, Dallas, but it's a city, but but there's a oh. city called yeah. Garland. It's like it's like it's like we live in Toronto, but we. We live in Toronto, but we're part of Scarborough, if that makes sense. Okay. So, yeah, like, you're, exactly. you're, like, in a borough. Like, Ontario, Ontario. How do you say it? Is it Ontario, right? Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, okay. Kind of like you. that, too. I mm-hmm. get you. I get you. So, you weren't really... I remember, like, there, there was another story that's kind of crazy, though. Yeah, like, go ahead. Like, people... Uh, I remember... Ugh, this is so bad. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so... 
there'll be like i remember okay my brother had a nissan no no it's uh it's an old like camry like mm-hmm. a, like a 95 yeah mm-hmm. and it was like so broken down it's so <laughs> bad so Every time when we drive like past like 40 miles yeah. an hour or 50, it'll smoke. So like my <laughs> friends, my friends would call it Bob Marley because it smokes a lot, man. <laughs> That's so funny. That's a perfect nickname. I know. Exactly, man. It was so bad. And I remember like people would get in, like mm-hmm. people, random people would get into that car. Yeah. And because we, um, our doors were so so bad to where mm-hmm. like we couldn't we didn't have like money to like um basically get to fair? get the locks mm-hmm. to get to get it locked mm-hmm. so random people would just go inside the car and like smoke weed and it's, it's just like it <laughs> just lived up to its name <laughs> yeah so, like yeah, while it's yeah. parked on your like driveway in front of your house they just get into the car okay so there's a front and there's a back okay mm-hmm. so like in the back of it we would we would just leave the car there yeah and then, and then, like in the middle of the night, people would just come by and just sit in there and Yo. smoke. Because I remember, like, walking, uh, like, getting into the car, and it would just smell like weed. I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Stop! <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's so that's crazy. No one would ever. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if they would do that here, but like to walk up to somebody else's car and no, like, it, like, yeah, that's that shows you like the just a huge difference yeah between <laughs> canada and and, and america and the yeah. states like our level of what like uh, uh i guess a dangerous neighborhood is is probably <laughs> very different from what you guys would consider a very dangerous neighborhood like of course it is dangerous here in certain areas mm-hmm. but still to a, it's not to the degree because also i guess in america there, there's less gun laws especially in texas true i feel like in texas you kind of have to have a gun do you have a gun don't, why would you ask nah, him that? Nah, Just nah, in case. Nah, nah. <laughs> What's well, legal? He might be trying to conceal it from it's anyone who's there. listening. It's okay? legal there, though. No, know, it, it, it's legal though. <laughs> yeah, but, but nah, can... I just, I, I don't, I don't like guns. Man. Uh, it's okay. not my huh? thing. No, because right, like, how would, how would if someone's like, oh, he doesn't have a gun? I'm gonna pull up now. <laughs> I highly doubt. Oh, KB doesn't have nah, any enemies. Man. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't beef mm-hmm. with anybody. I don't have any enemies like that. He's right. chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's chilling. He'll mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, he's a real, you know. I've always but... wanted to shoot a gun, but I've never had the opportunity. Really? Yeah. You've probably shot a gun in your life before, right? Never, man. Never. You're a Texan and you've never shot a gun? <laughs> 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 I feel like that's a rite of passage to becoming a Texan. <laughs> right? Like, I always wanted to, though, man. I always wanted to go to like the... Like a gun the... range? Yeah, the gun, like gun range. Right? Yeah, 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 gun range. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to though, man. No, you can just go back to the hood and ask one of your friends. No, <laughs> Wait, what? No, so you always just go back to your hood and be like, "Yo, guys, uh, want some target uh, practice?" Geez, no, like, I'm I'm that wasn't that bad, man. I played, like, I played, I played. Nah, I wouldn't say like like mm-hmm. my my place wasn't that bad. Like compared yeah. to like places like Oak Cliff, like uh, that's yeah. that's terrible. That's that's really that's pretty bad. I feel like okay. we're gonna have some like. Texans listening be like, oh, Oak Cliff. You mentioned Oak Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> That's not <my> block. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, so I guess my thing was I never thought about that aspect of it, right? Like when you, I always thought in Texas you only really dealt with uh, like racism racist? and stuff like that. Violence. Yeah, I didn't think of the like the actual gang violence that happened there. Uh, but it makes sense. Any any other city would have that same thing. And a lot of us, of course, as immigrants, we like you're, you're first generation, right? Or were you born here or were you born back home? Uh, born and raised here in Dallas. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if you're born here, then 
and you're a first generation, like your parents didn't really come with a lot of money, right? So mm-hmm. you're going to find yourself like we did, like all of us, like you did, we're all going to find ourselves in the low income neighborhoods. Um, and were you surrounded by a lot of like Habesha people in general in that neighborhood in Garland? Mm, no, nah. like I, I had like maybe mm-hmm. like uh, two friends like in my yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. Or See, wow. and that's and that's a major difference. Like, like even though we both kind of had to grow up in low income neighborhoods, yeah, we at least had our whole community behind us and everything. That's like, because like when as our parents like as they all started to like trickle in from yeah. wherever they were coming from. They were like, oh, come to this building. Like, you know, yeah, we're exactly. here. So they all flocked to like one apartment complex. Yeah. But Texas is such like a large place, right? So I feel yeah. like maybe it was harder or something. But, you know, it, it shows you the difference in our, even how we were brought up, where you kind of grew up uh, with not as many Habesha influences around you. And we yeah. had like our whole, our whole, our whole childhood is just full yeah. of like Habesha culture and influences. Uh, do you, do you feel like you miss any of that? Like, did you, did you maybe want that or do you look for it now? What's your wait, Miss? Wait, wait, Miss. That what? that, that cultural mean? aspect, or did your mom really push the oh. cultural aspect at home? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the church, uh, the church I went to is Ethiopian, yeah. so like oh, I was okay. always like around them. <clears throat> I was, I'm just talking about like just like in my neighborhood, I just had yeah. like two, two, three friends, you yeah. know, like they're obviously, but like yeah, like outside of that, yeah, like I always mm-hmm. every weekend I'll kick it with them like all the time. Yeah, so I was more I was comfortable with them, of course, because you know it's my culture, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And did you feel like the black people, because there was always this thing back in the day where like black people treated Africans differently. Did you feel like the black people treated you differently because of your African background or because? You oh, were... yeah. Oh, really? really? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just like, you know, eh, this You're is not all really these, black. Like, is that do, what they like, said just to like you? African jokes, you know, just like uh, make fun of people. You know? Ah, the typical yeah, still... African jokes, of course. Because like, yeah, they can't course, help man. you. It was like, but then you could say it was like. <laughs> is that wrong no. Let me cut that out should I'm i cut here? that out wait are we still recording <laughs> yeah <laughs> yo how you gonna say that i'm playing, I'm playing. Nah, I'm you playing. have I'm to playing. cut that I'm out cut that out <laughs> yeah you gotta cut that out bro <laughs> but i'm just saying if you wanted a real comeback if you wanted a you real comeback it, hey man you gotta save this brand man, this podcast, man. You gotta... <laughs> okay okay i'm gonna cut that out we are not trying to get canceled uh, not this close to black history month i'll put in a beat there <laughs> He's yeah. right Beep on time, Amir. Right on Beep time. Oh shoot, I forgot <laughs> next muscles Black History Month. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so funny, man. <laughs> uh, so so did you, you know, did, I mean, you, ex- black, did you experience any racism in America, like outside of your neighborhood? Because you, of course, you probably weren't always in your neighborhood when you were driving around just a regular city and stuff like that. No, at, like when you're young, you really don't. You don't really don't pay attention to stuff like that, really. It's just kind of like you're just you're a kid and you're just like just having fun, just doing whatever. You yeah. Know? Just like a free kid, you know, mm-hmm. just just going out with your friends and playing video games and just doing whatever, you know. Um, so we had very similar experiences then in that case. Yeah. No, 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 not not like ah, it's. I mean, it's it was so long ago, man. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's and weird so because I can't really like picture a time, you know. Yeah, it's weird because like. Um, even for me, like I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced racism overtly from someone, but maybe it's because I just wasn't looking for it. I feel like as a kid, you don't know, right? Yeah. Like you only really know once you're kind of more aware of like what racism even is. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Remember that one time? Like, and then it comes back to you. Yeah. 
But as kids, yeah, we, don't know. Exactly. we don't know what racism is. Yeah. And I've always found out that like it's, it seems to be more like the black experience. They do experience it a lot more. But then mm. there's, there's kind of almost that like a little bit difference between the black people and African people when it comes to like um, our experiences with, with racism, if that makes sense. You know what's crazy? What? As a kid, like. So obviously when, when people just look at us, mm-hmm. if they don't know how to def- differentiate what your ethnicity is, mm-hmm. they just assume we're black because that's the color of our skin. Yeah. I, I think it was maybe like third or fourth grade, but um, we were like in geography class and, and the country of Ethiopia got brought up. And like mm-hmm. one of the girls was reading out loud and she couldn't say Ethiopia. So she's like, Ethiopia. <laughs> sounds like fruitopia oh, and so i was like actually it's ethiopia mm-hmm. and they're like oh how did you know and i was like um so Wait, I started, you want to say you're from there no because i i didn't say i was from there because the chapter was literally talking about how ethiopia is the poorest country in the world i wasn't trying to claim that at the time and then it made me realize like oh my god how was i not so like yeah. i wasn't proud to claim like the country that my parents yeah. are from and then obviously as i got older i was like proudly claiming it you know yeah um but I mean, not that it's racist at the time, but I think kids are kids, right? Like, they're just going to talk about whatever they, they yeah. know. So I thought that was, like, I'm just remembering that. And I, I always thought that was interesting. So that it was I never was really, like, like, a part of your identity until you got older. Yeah. Mm. How about for you? What's your experience with that? Would you, did you ever make your background, like, a part of your identity? Or, like, your, 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 ethnic ha- your ethnic background a part of your identity? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, I mean, really? That's why I got made fun of with the Africans. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, I avoided I mean, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I just tell people who I am. I just, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really care as much. It was just like, yeah, I'm Ethiopian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes with Eritrean and Ethiopian, you know. Yeah, yeah. all this, you know. So, um, yeah, it's it. There, yeah, I had some weird feedbacks, you know. I'm just like, what is an Ethiopian? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but like, then you can educate people on what an Ethiopian is. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. Everything is like a learning opportunity just because they're ignorant to it now, you know, you mm-hmm. can kind of teach them about it later. Because there are people who when they're ignorant to something, they kind of immediately start to demean it mm-hmm. and make it like something negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if you can look past that, you can use it as like a learning opportunity. A learning opportunity to like teach them something new that they never knew about, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I feel like there's a lot of, unfortunately, you know, due to the educational system and even both of our countries, a lot of yeah. people don't actually know the true, um, history or the true, like, uh, uh what really goes on in Africa in general. Uh, like you mentioned, like they thought, well, maybe it was At by GDP time. standards, yeah. uh, it was like the, the poorest country in the world, but there were both aspects. Like people, if people looked at America not to bash on America. Okay, I'm just saying, you know, I know you from America. America is literally a third <laughs> world country. But, but if you looked at it just by the numbers alone. Yeah, no, they're a third world country with a, what did they say? With a Gucci belt. I'm sorry. I know we're That's just about to say. bash this Canadian <laughs> That's thing. That's literally right? what they say, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, the one thing that I can always give America props for, and, it, and going back to your business here, is that, like, it's like, it definitely is a land of opportunity. Just by the sheer amount of people in the country, mm. you can you can start a business and be fairly successful uh, by just putting work into it. And I feel like that's like one of the like most positive things about America. It's like that's why a lot of Canadians, right? A lot of we we bash on America all the time. But if we want to start something, whether <laughs> it be in like <laughs> entertainment business or yeah. with like clothing business or anything like that, we end up moving. You know, yeah. my sister exhibit A. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's, true. That's true. I don't know. I don't know if my mic is going from here to the laptop or because when I when I speak very quietly, just let me know if I need to repeat myself. But 
no, no, you're fine. Okay, okay. I hear you loud sure. and clear. Okay, perfect. I um, was gonna ask you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, since we've kind of talked about like your ethnic background and how you're still sort of like in touch with the cultural side, um, do you ever see yourself maybe incorporating that into future designs for your mm. like you know the the different like sewing like would you ever do it on like the you know the habasha like the the clothes would you ever like do it on that or something that you have ever thought about mm-hmm. at the time okay so starting this business i had to be very very extremely cautious of mm-hmm. what i put out mm-hmm. um just because i don't want to offend anybody mm-hmm. and i don't want to put I don't want to hurt anybody, any of my followers or anything like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. like if I post something, you know, from a different tribe, you're like, okay, why don't you post something from our tribe? Yeah. Like, why do you got to do that? You know, like I didn't, I didn't want, at the time it was very heated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, uh, so, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean like right now I'm just kind of like, it, it just depends, but I'm very, um, I'm very open. Mm-hmm. I'm open with it mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. it. But, um, still kind of cautious you know so i i and on top of that like i just want people just to go on go on to my account just look at it as just a positive you know yeah. just a positive fun account you know i don't want any like any controversial stuff any political mm-hmm. stuff or nothing like that unfortunately so. like the bigger you get no matter what you do on the internet mm. someone's gonna try and twist it and make it like something negative oh yeah so oh you, yeah of course yeah so you have to, i can see why you have to be very like cautious on like what you say what you put out i mean we can relate to that too yeah exactly like as you can see i'm a little bit more off the hinge than (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i'm like you could not keep that in like yeah you're brave man i mean you You you, know yeah yeah you got a lot of (laughs) we're 34 we're 34 episodes in you know i'm starting to get a little bit more comfortable okay (laughs) i'm not as guarded as i used to be (laughs) some of us still have i'm trying to be comfortable here like yeah this is my first doing first time doing a podcast you're doing great by the way yeah exactly (laughs) thank you thank you Mm -hmm. appreciate it yeah yeah okay so um do you have any questions but i i feel like i've i've kind of uh going on like a bunch of tangency with all my questions but it's, it's like yeah inside. um i mean mine is i guess gonna you were trying to get like the background of kb i yeah. I, I i kind of want to like shift it back to the actual like your artwork right like i'm gonna call it art because essentially it is mm-hmm. um you know what do you like i know you haven't been back to ethiopia or eritrea yet like do you feel like you know, maybe going there will get you some new inspiration. Like, cause I see, you know, a lot of your work here, you come out with something new every single time and it's never like no two items are the same. So I think that's amazing. Where do you, you know, do you ever feel like you're running out of ideas? Like, what do you, where do you draw your inspiration from for what to put onto the sweaters or the shorts or the sweatpants, the shit, like, you know, anything that you've done so far? Mm. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, Instagram, like social media, like anything. I mean, um, yeah, that's that. That's the only thing. That, but yeah, I mean, there are times when I like feel like I don't have any ideas, but mm-hmm. it's like, but I don't, I don't like panic about it because I know mm-hmm. it'll, I know something will come up later on. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't stress too much about it. So I just kind of just live life and just as I'm going, going through the life and just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. something will pop up you know what i'm saying so yeah. i've heard a yeah. lot of artists say that we're like they'll have um 
like writer's block but in i guess artist block or some type of block yeah but then the reason is because they've been putting out so much art that they forgot to actually live life and experience new things mm. so they're kind of draining the 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 bank when it comes to like their creative their side. creativity right yeah, and usually yeah. you you gain your creativity from just experiencing life and living life in general right so it's smart to kind of make sure not to force the artistic process and just let it happen naturally uh, which is mm-hmm. which, which 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 is what I'm trying to get, or which is what I'm getting from you. My bad. I don't know why I started there for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, I was also gonna ask you design like the the collage of the like whoever you're put making on the sweater. You design the collage too, and then you put it on the sweater, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, basically, okay. yeah. That's like, how do you decide who to pick? Like, do you pick just who you like or who you think others would? Um, you know, flock towards. Um, hmm. It's a little bit of both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um. But okay, the way my strategy works is like, first things first. I gotta look at what people are addicted to, like what they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I kind of just branch out and just kind of do what I what I like to do, gotcha. like what interests me, like what designs. You know, mm-hmm. so. I mean, honestly, I mean, even like the stuff that what people want, I love it too. So it's like, yeah. it's not really like I'm just doing it for them. I'm doing it for myself too as well because it's, yeah. you know, like, I love it. Yeah, so I can clearly see like a lot of this is stuff that I would see that you like because it's a lot of 90s influence and, you know, we're all uh, 90s, 90s babies here. So like you got, you know, um, uh, Michael Jordan, you got uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, we got mm-hmm. Shaq, who I think you got... Um, Ashley, not Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, right yeah, Ashley. Exactly. Prince. There it is. A- literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. So it's a lot of I, I had, influence. I had a crush on that one. Exactly. Man. <laughs> when I was, when I was a kid, man. Yeah, she can. <laughs> she can low key pass for Hubshaw. I'm just saying, man. You think so? <laughs> Here's his yeah, Bob Marley yeah, one. We, we try to claim everyone as Hubshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Yeah, yeah. You, you really yeah. like. And even, that's even more of an old school influence. But I can see that you have, I, I feel like you, you did mention that you kind of look at what people uh, like in general was popular, but it does look like a lot of it is still what you like or what you uh, are influenced by in, mm-hmm. from your past. Like Rush Hour, so I just pulled up one of the Rush Hour here. Yeah, I remember this one. Like yeah, these are all yeah, classics yeah. that we all know. Yeah. Um, mm. so, so I can see what you mean why, by like mixing the two things, like what people like and what you yourself like or what you were influenced by as a child right um and all the so just a quick question so do you take do you get like vintage clothes it looks like a lot of this stuff is like um almost like vintage designs that you kind of rework or how do you get your materials like what what, are you using a hoodie just from like the store or is it are these like those gilded hoodies and then you kind of like i got i got i got connections (laughs) i'm kind of asking questions like expose your business yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's okay it's okay Mm -hmm. yeah do you see yourself expanding outside of like sweatpants sweatshirts shorts like do you see yourself doing other like jackets maybe like i know you have some uh, i've seen some of the like open open ones but like maybe like a bomber mm-hmm. jacket i've seen but only you wear those ones i don't know if you've started like mass production on that yet um i'm just kind of yeah i'm just experimenting as i'm going uh, mm. yeah yeah i have some stuff in store mm-hmm. um it's all a hush hush right now you know yeah. i'm just trying to mm-hmm. keep a g14 classified you know so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Stay tuned for um, you know, some big projects coming. Yeah. Do you have Do you have a timeline at KB? the moment of like when your next drop will be, or like what the next bi- a big project that might be dropping soon, or anything that you're working on? Yeah, yeah. I got um, I'm trying to release. I think it's like uh, I'd say six or seven designs. Mm-hmm. Um, probably by next week. Oh. I was supposed to get everything done today or this weekend, but mm-hmm. man, I was getting some crazy like shoulder pains, and I was mm-hmm. like, I, I couldn't even sew, man. I could barely lift mm-hmm. up my like hey, guys, my left shoulder in the a little work. bit, yeah. like, working. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It was just like I had this, I don't know, this weird reaction. Like mm-hmm. uh, when I, I took this like medicine or whatever, mm-hmm. and so like it made my like whole shoulder left side like really swollen up. Yeah. So like it was like really heavy, like mm-hmm. my arm, everything. So it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So. Right now, it's like it's okay. It's just like it's yeah. calming down, so I'm I'm okay. But it, now. But it delayed but, yeah, the project a bit. Bad. Yeah. What's up? No, but I was saying, but it delayed the project a bit, and but you're still shooting yeah. for like a week or maybe two weeks from now, something like that. Yeah, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, will this be? That's the plan. And will this be like the uh, continuation of these current designs that you're doing, where it's like uh, murals on the the clothing itself, or is it something completely different that maybe we haven't seen yet? No, it's the stuff I've I've I posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like but I I'm not choosing all of it. Mm-hmm. It's more like, you know, I'm just choosing certain ones mm-hmm. that that'd be good for. Um but later on, I mean I'll I'll start like releasing the other stuff too that I mm-hmm. haven't put out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, so yeah, I'm just kind of focused on certain items. Yeah, because that's that's what I was gonna ask. I was saying like you have a logo. And I feel like that's something they might be using for more um, um, larger quantity, I guess, or, or mass-produced kind of material. Like the hoodie he's wearing right now. Oh, I yeah, really exactly. Like that. like that one. Yeah. Is that something yeah. that you were thinking of making? So it, it kind of opens up the doors to make it more um, accessible to more people. So is yeah. that something you're working on, too, to make something that's more accessible that multiple people can get instead of just having like a few pieces that, a few, mm. that, that are very like sought after? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of, yeah. I, I just don't know when though, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, definitely that's part. That's part of my plan mm-hmm. with that one. I just don't know when though. I just gotta like find out a specific date and time, and mm-hmm. and I gotta calculate like my time with you know with my customers and just yeah. like yeah. you know just selling and sending out, and I just gotta calculate everything and make sure like. I'm ahead of schedule and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. can I ask you how long does it take you to to make a piece, since you're doing it on your own right now? Uh, hmm, maybe like maybe like an hour. Oh wow! Oh, it takes an hour to make one of these. Maybe an hour and an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. You know? But when yeah. you first started, how long was it taking? Oh jeez, um, <laughs> you know, like when I started it, it was like um yeah it took a while but i was like i was just experimenting i didn't yeah. put anything out and i was like you just practicing like mm-hmm. consistently every day like mm-hmm. sewing i was buying like literally like 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 hundreds of hoodies man and then just going to like hobby lobby or like it's, yeah oh yeah you don't know hobby lobby it's like a it's a fabric it's store like fabric yeah just buy like i heard about it sort of <laughs> yeah. yeah so like yeah i, I forgot like, you're canadian so uh, <laughs> Yeah. So I would. Do y'all have that? Do y'all have like? 
places like that. Well, like we, we have um we have like a, a a really big one. It's called Fabricland. Yeah. Um, but okay. I, we've heard okay. of Hobby Lobby. Yeah, I've heard of Hobby Lobby too. So yeah. like movies, TV shows, okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah, so that, that that's what I was doing. I was just experimenting, mm-hmm. just kind of just playing around, like practicing sewing, like for mm-hmm. for a month for yeah. a month or two and then i got better and better and better and then so it just it just yeah everything just turned smoothly after yeah. that because when you first hear one hour it's like oh okay one hour it's like if someone might try and be that like, it's still like that it's like oh it's only taking one one hour to do it it's like they don't see the multiple failures that happened before that to figure yeah. out how to do it in the first place and the amount of like money that went into the experimenting process yeah to actually get down to what that process that you currently have that i'm sure you've uh mastered over time so yeah yeah when you when you hear the times like they don't hear about the work that went into putting in that time or mm. getting it to that time uh so that's yeah, another exactly. thing when it comes to uh design or just any type of um i guess artistic process if that makes sense any process really where you're yeah. doing some sort of skill yeah like i remember i think we had a podcast where i mentioned how long it takes to edit the podcast like before when we, when we first started the podcast with the video <laughs> it literally took me like six days or like five <laughs> days from when we recorded to like an hour before we put it out yeah he'd like text me and he'd be like All right, oh, yeah. finally I, I, I know it. about video editing so yeah, I, I know see? the struggle yeah, yeah I, I know the process and all that man. yeah and, that's and tough yeah like you realize you probably went through this well like you realize like there are things that you might have gone overboard in, like you might have put in too much time into something that wasn't really needed. Mm. And then you kind of pull back a little bit. So that was just kind of like going up and down and figuring out that perfect like uh, process to make it efficient and also like worthy of doing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what really adds to experience and what doesn't really change that much, but can save you some time. Um, yeah. So I can see like a lot of similarities there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like you know, this is this could be a question for both of you, but mm-hmm. when you, you when you um you know you start a project and you master the skill on your own, and it comes time to you know when that time comes where you have to maybe expand your team and then teach a whole bunch of people the skill that you've learned over time, do you feel like it's gonna be harder for you to kind of like let go of control? Because right now, like you know, you with video editing and yeah. you with making the pieces, like you have total control because you're making it yourself. Mm-hmm. But once you expand mm-hmm. and you have like a stranger, you know, you have someone on your team that's like, oh, I can do it, KB. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, do you guys have that feeling where you're a little bit? It, it'll be painful. Yeah, yeah it's painful. Yeah. I, I, I already I can sense it. Like I oh. can sense the the pain mm-hmm. uh, just thinking <laughs> that, you know, in the future. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's because it's, it's like, you know, you found something that that you love mm-hmm. and that everybody loves and it's like it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah you know what i'm saying it's like yeah and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to kind of just let that go and just kind of pass it on to somebody you know so mm-hmm. that, stuff like this doesn't come <laughs> yeah you know very often you yeah. know what i'm talking about so mm-hmm. yeah like for me like i could never i can't you picture someone else editing you wouldn't it. allow us to ever get an editor Nah, you would just continue to do it yeah i can't picture someone else editing because like like they don't have your brain they don't know yeah exactly i mean they would learn like you would tell them what kind of the furthest i would go is maybe have like a a, like a co-editor who like who would take the original video cut it down put in the back all that kind of stuff and then like i have final say on the edit like an executive editor or whatever Yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah i couldn't really give the whole process over to someone because it's like your baby right you don't want to like give that off to someone right and yeah. you don't know how they're going to treat it 
um, if yeah, they don't exactly. have the same drive, if they don't have the same like attention to care or I mean a- attention, attention to, to detail, detail, sorry, mm-hmm. than you do, then it it makes it a little harder. It's like a little voice in the back of your head. It's like, are they doing it right? It's like, because it's going to have your name on it, right? At the end of the day, True. it's your name that's going to be on the product. There, it's not them. So yeah, but uh, it's definitely it would be a hard process. But you know, it's part of the process, right? If, especially if you want to expand and become yeah. something bigger, you're going to have to learn to let go and let other people. Uh, take the reins in certain aspects of the business. I mean, I'm sure KB will be like over their shoulders, like, yo, watch, yeah, watch that definitely, thread. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that's all I had right now. Uh, was there anything that you wanted to, uh, um, I guess, like, you know how they say, do you ever watch Hot Ones? Hot Ones? Nah, no. No? Nah, nah. Okay, you guys, where have you ever heard of, Yeah, where they eat the yeah. wings. Well, they have, like, when they have a guest on, at the at the end of it, they say, okay, like, this is your time to shine. If you have anything to promote or anything that you want to say or anything to end off on, just, you know, let's hear you out. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you already, I'm pretty sure everybody's listening in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They are, they've listened on to this. Uh, my new stuff is going to be coming out next week, so follow Threads by Tumbly. Uh, on Instagram, we'll um, have it all linked exactly uh, in our description. Have it all linked, and then LinkedIn bio on the official KB too as well. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Um, yeah, so take a look at it. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you vibe with it, hit hit my lineup, DM <laughs> me, or uh, yeah, yeah, or just you know, just let me know ahead of time, mm-hmm. and uh, and I got you. Okay, KB, thank you so much for mm-hmm. joining us. Like I've really enjoyed this conversation yeah i feel like you know you're 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 definitely motivating me to like want to be more Mm -hmm. dedicated to our entrepreneurial entrepreneurial oh my god i can't speak like work like you know you're Mm -hmm. motivating me um so i hope that all of you guys who are watching us or listening also you know have this newfound motivation Mm -hmm. (laughs) through kb's story um we're gonna have all of his info linked in our description box on youtube um stay tuned for for his upcoming projects Mm -hmm. and um yeah do you have anything else you want to add don't forget to follow us as well yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our youtube if you've watched you're watching this up until now like you know you might as well just hit the subscribe button trying Um, to get to 2k guys yeah get Mm -hmm. us to 2k and don't forget to like the video too that really helps apparently for like the algorithm and all that stuff too exactly Mm -hmm. um but yeah we will see you guys next week yeah and uh oh just one thing is like at the end of the podcast when we're about to like end it we say bye so we all say the same time okay we just be like bye okay three cool two one bye Bye. (laughs) (laughs) save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.